Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz. And I am Ryan McCarsky. Ryan McCarsky, how are you doing, my brother? I'm great. Great, right, Danny. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. Trying to uh, really at this moment, trying to figure out this printer, but we all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Had a great weekend. We had a great time with our, our men uh, uh, meeting this weekend. Uh, just powerful, just authentic. Um, man, when the spirit of the Holy Spirit is coming in a room. And I think uh, one of our guys, Mark, shout out to Mark that he's going to be listening to this. He, he said it. Yeah. And I don't think he was there. I think you had gone by then. Yeah. He's, he, he was like, um, man, every time somebody speaks here, they always say the same thing. They always say, um, I, didn't, I, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't want to say that. I, 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 don't, I don't know why <laughs> I said that. And yeah. it's, we were having a conversation when you when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you, you don't even think uh, sober at that moment. You just start yep. saying and confessing, which was beautiful when a group of men can be honest and authentic and allow the Holy Spirit to breathe life into the room. And and then, you know, confess your sins to one another that you may be healed um, mm-hmm. and and confessing where you are in your, in your heart, man. So that was, I thought that was so beautiful. Yeah, it was it was great just hearing kind of how everyone's journeying. Uh, you and I talk about it all the time, journeying with the spirit and, you know, um, just where you're at in that moment. And I love that everyone has the freedom to have the space to be open and, and honest and um, know that the, the men in the room, um, they're going to bring encouragement when they feel like the Holy Spirit's give that, giving them something to encourage or just really to be attentive, attentive listeners and just really um, be in a, a safe space to share. It's 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 beautiful, truly. Um, I've never been part of a group of people like that um, where you just don't put on a front. You just are like, hey, here I am. This is what's going on with me. And um, hey, can you like pray for me? <laughs> Basically. It's so funny that you describe it in that way because that's called church. Amen. We, we are having Ecclesia. We are having, having church. church. That's it. So having church for those who are out there is not going on Sunday morning and clocking in. That's going to, uh, I would call, the American Industrial Complex. Uh, <laughs> that's not going to church. Going yeah. to church is doing life with a group of people in a community that you're living out authentic Christianity with them and that you're journeying with them and you can really be honest growth, honest where you at, honest where you are with religion, honest where you at with a relationship with Jesus and you're helping one another grow in Christ. Right. And not being afraid to be gentle, but not also being afraid to be confrontational or at the same time, because we need each other. Iron sharpens iron, the scripture says, right. So mm-hmm. having that place of communion and community together to be honest with one another. Uh, sometimes we sing songs. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we come in. And I love, I'm thinking of Corinthians right now. Some come in with a song, some come with a word. Yep. Um, everyone in our community, which I love, and and I want. I think the Holy Spirit is on this, so I want to spend some time with this. There's no yeah. rush to any of this. Um, yep. But I think the Holy Spirit is on this right now, right? Because I think we do not give 
time for the Holy Spirit to allow each human that's in this community. A lot of times when we get together, it's basically one-sided and one folk. Somebody's just given to you. You're basically looking at a TV screen, right? And that, that's why in the pandemic, it was easy for a lot of churches to transfer back to, to make basically doing the show. Because you do the show in front of people there, somebody's supposed to do the show in front of the camera. But I'm trying to be nice. Um, but, you know, <laughs> when you're together, it's not basically just one person speaking to you and just not one song being sung to you. You in a community get together and have these discussions where you are discussing the scriptures, where you are growing with the scriptures, where you are allowed to ask questions and pause and think a second and say, hold on, what does this really mean for not only from a factual contextual point of view, because that's mm -hmm. so important, but what yeah. does it mean for my life too, right? Those those two are very important, right? Being factual, contextual, understanding that this is the truth of what's happening right here, but then yeah. also having the Holy Spirit breathe life in it to come into your heart. You're absolutely right, Danny. It needs to be conversational. It needs to be um, open and up for midrashing. Debating. You got to debate. You, you, you have to. And I think when you have the one side, um, for example, YouTube pastoring or, or traditional, where there's no conversational points, um, we're missing it because we, we're not diving deep. We're, we're hearing a very like, hey, here it is. You can read it later. Um, don't stop me, though, because I'm just going to keep going with with what message I prepared. And I think the beauty of of the group, at least that we have when either in our men's group or when we do our home group is like we have the opportunity in a, in a smaller group of people because we've done this study in a previous podcast church church in revelation might have been like 10 people 20 people maybe 20 might be big i i think 20 might be big <laughs> that might be big let's say 10 to 12 um you can have a conversation with 10 to 12 once you're at edge in 20 someone's dominating the conversation and someone's sitting there and not able to participate and i think like that's where even when we've d discussed our home group and we it was growing a little bit and we're like hey we this was two years ago hey, maybe we need to keep it small. Maybe we need to keep it intimate because this is church. Um, so I, I think just like reframing that thought and also, and also having everyone have a voice and saying, hey, well, I read it this way. Oh, well, that's an interesting perspective. Let's look at the Greek. Let's look at the Hebrew. Let's look at some commentary. Like there's no time for that on, on say a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night or, or whenever there's prescribed 30 minute set of preaching. Um, it's like, hey, I said this, but then go read it later. But then there's no time to actually like talk about it. Yeah, and we so we can't we can't be afraid to start exploring and understanding that what we've been doing has not been working. Now, doesn't make what people are doing bad. Yeah. Uh, other than I'm gonna say this, can I say this and be honest? Other yeah. than if it's if it's to control a group of people for the gain yeah. of that leader, right? Then that, yeah, that's yeah. toxic. Which, which a lot of it is that, but I would say there is a lot of good, well-intended people out there that start out wanting to have a formation of scripture, um, yep. but maybe not be doctrinally sound, right? Maybe not right. be uh, biblically uh, 
studied on the topic and what it is and how the book of Acts and how how they they had everything in common, right? But we yeah. also can't be afraid to begin to start challenging um, each other and, and, and these practices that we do and, and ask the question, Mama, we were asking this before we got on, is why do we do what we do? Yeah. Right. Why, why, why do we do, why, why are we doing this practice? Why are we doing this practice? Why are we doing this practice? Right. Um, I'm trying to see if, if I, if I should go, if we should go this direction and, and I, we might, we might, we might leave the blast from the Holy Spirit for, for next week, uh, the part two, um, because I, I have so many questions in this, you know what yeah. I mean? And this doesn't have to be a long podcast. I think we could just, sure. just talk about this for a second because yeah. You know, I spent my whole weekend, basically, and my whole day yes, yesterday in my meetings with folks talking about just, you know, let's, ah, Holy Spirit, help us. Um, <laughs> like, we push these different narratives in mm-hmm. this American Christian complex that have nothing to do with scripture, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of it, it has to do with pagan traditions, uh, pagan way of doing things. And then we're not curious to explore and say, you know, why are we making feel people feel bad for not, you know, going about this uh, pagan tradition, which again has nothing to do with a biblical life of a Christian, right? But then we celebrate right. it. We make people, and I think a lot of times we mix cultural things mm-hmm. with biblical things, and what we're feeling bad is that we no longer are practicing the culture that we came out of. Instead yeah. of understanding that you're a kingdom of you're a kingdom outside of whatever culture that you're in, no matter what yeah. those traditions are, right? And it could be you you're in Afghanistan, it can be that you're in Puerto Rico, it can be that you grew up in Mexico. Those cultures are great and the stuff that yeah. we have done are great, but don't get it twisted. You're you're a part of a kingdom culture first. Yeah. You're a kingdom citizens according to the Ephesians. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, when you when you brought that up, um, if you if if people choose to go to Easter service or Christmas service like that's fine. I think where the problem becomes and we talked about this for the podcast is if you don't show up and then you feel bad, something either someone said or something internal is making you feel bad because you didn't go to Easter service, then you really have to start evaluating why am I doing this? If you went and you went with your family and it was a it was a beautiful service and you enjoyed Easter service, like amen, like like amen to you, that that's fine. Um, but like I I think the the concern we talked about was when you start feeling bad or pressure, where is that stemming from? And then you have to evaluate why am I actually doing this practice as as you just mentioned. Now that you mentioned Easter, because I was trying to stay away from it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm going to I'm going to dive into it just a little bit. Right. Because we have to be honest with ourselves instead of going, this is part of our culture and this is something that we do in our culture. And that's fine. If you want to practice a cultural practice, it's fine. But then to mix it and say this is a biblical narrative, this is what the Bible requires of you. It's a farce. It's a lie. This is not true. Right. It's, uh, so let's take Easter for let's just take Easter. And we're not saying nothing. You want to go. So around 300 AD, Christianity was increasing in popularity in Rome. And it was the center of the world, right? And the Emperor Constantine converted 
converted to Christianity. I'm saying that in quotation marks. <laughs> yep. Converted, right? And he knew by me converting to this, the whole the whole thing is going to become this, right? But we have a whole bunch of pagans that have a whole bunch of pagan holidays, right? And so he then in, in, in 325 AD took this festival that they did about the goddess of Estrus and said, well, let's mix it because this is around the time of the Passover and let's call it Easter. And he created a mixed holiday. That's very, mm -hmm. It's a pagan tradition. Yep. So it's weird for me that some pastor will stand up in front of a church and say, oh, you should feel bad that you don't come to Easter. It's mm -hmm. a cultural thing that we have adopted. First of all, yep. its origins has nothing to do with Christianity. It's yep. not a Christian. We, we are called to celebrate Jesus. And Jesus tells us this resurrection day is not one day. He says, do this in remembrance of me. Every time you eat, you do the Eucharist, right? You, you yep. take the take the bread and, and take the wine, right? So it's not yep. a one-time, one-day event. It's a full-time, all the time, I'm doing this, right? But let's say we wanted to celebrate a Christian tradition throughout that time of the of the moon, remember, because it's, it's also about the, the, the first full moon of the spring equinox, right? That's yep. what we're celebrating, right? So yeah. if you want to celebrate something, celebrate Passover, because it's, it's, it's that's the time, right? So, and that's a longer tradition than a man creating a pagan holiday and putting a little bit of Christian dust in it and calling it Christianity, right? And so, Go ahead, go ahead. I go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm stirring, no, I'm stirring I mean, you up. We, well, no, <laughs> no. We, we've <laughs> talked about this, and you and I have celebrated this together, um, which I, I think we we definitely have to make it more, you know, a, a a routine. But none of us, if you if you quiz most Christians, right, um, they wouldn't know what the Feast of Tabernacles actually is, and we don't 100%. celebrate the feast. We don't celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. We have together in September, but it's it's been, we didn't, maybe not this past year, we've done it the last couple of years, but it talks about in Zechariah 14, and you pointed this to me a number of years ago. Um, can I read it? Because I have the verse. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're so, here, we're here. So, Listen, we, we're already here. We ain't going nowhere. We're already we're here. here, man. So Zechariah 14, verse 16 says this, and it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts and keep the feast of tabernacles. So this isn't, a, this isn't talking like old Testament. This is talking like in the future, when Jesus is on the earth, we will go up all of us and go to the feast and celebrate the feast of tabernacles. Now, why don't we ever talk about the Feast of Tabernacles in our Christian circles? I actually don't understand if this is what we are actually going to celebrate when he is alive and reigning on the earth. And this is the key to what we're saying. You're 100% correct. What we're saying is that we don't want to be right. We're not trying to be right. We're trying to be free. And in, yeah. and in walking freedom, there's two extremes. I was talking about this with some folks yesterday. There's two extremes of this. There's the first thing that uh, I grew up in a holiness church. That, that looked at um, 
that that wouldn't even say the word Easter, right? Because it was it's it's, it's pagan, right? So they wouldn't right. say that, right? Now, that is as much as religion than the person that's going. If you don't come to Easter Sunday service, you're not saved. Yep. Both of yep. those are extremes, but they both are extremely wrong. They both yep. are religious in nature. They are trying to control humans, right? They're not mm -hmm. letting the freedom. What we're talking about here is we have to be honest with one another and with ourselves and with the Lord and saying, this is a cultural thing that we are celebrating, right? It's not because um, it, it's someone's salvation hanging in a ballot um, because they don't go to any service, right? Yeah. Salvation is not done because someone walks in a service. Can someone mm -hmm. get saved in a service? Someone can get saved in a bathroom. They can get saved anywhere. Jesus, yep. power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not limited to four walls and you're singing a couple of songs. The Holy Spirit has no limits. The Holy Spirit is leading and guiding. Remember what the word says in John 16, that he will convict the world of sin. He's doing that presently right now as you're listening to this podcast. He's doing that when you're walking. He's doing that, while Ryan, while you're teaching. He's doing yep. that while I'm in my meetings. He's doing that yep. all the time. He does not stop convicting the world of sin. That is what he right. does, right? Yep. And so to think that the Holy Spirit needs a specific environment, the light has to be down, the perfect um, uh, A minor chord has to be played, <laughs> and the ambiance has to be so somebody can say yes to Jesus, is made up by our culture. Yep. And so we yep. have to then figure out what is cultural and what is biblical. Now, Yep. If you are on this journey with us, it's not to get angry at those who decide to, man, I'm, I am doing your typical, um, con I call it constancing way of doing religion. Right. We cool with that. The, key, the yep. key is not to bring judgment on others that are not cool with that, right? Because yep. they, are, they are constantly growing. What, we, what our challenge is this, constantly grow so that you're not just being... Um, First of all, so you're not being infants, right? According to the scripture, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Let's, let's just go to the first Corinthians three. Yep. And, and while you're, but, while you're going there, um, I think it's, it's good to evaluate, you know, if you are going to Sunday service, which, it, which is fine. What, why are you going? What do you, what are you getting from that? And if you detach from it, would that would that affect you like in in a negative way like uh, just speaking candidly for myself i could probably at this point walk into a into a service hear a sermon say hi to some people and then not go back for months and not really feel bad about it just because my, my walk with jesus isn't about the four walls if i wanted to go in if i wanted to go every week i i, I could go every week i could never go again i think there's just like you talked about, there's fr you have to have freedom in. Are you walking with Jesus outside of that Sunday? Are you so walking Ryan, with him? I'm going to ask you yeah. a question that will come up. So, Ryan, yeah. then you're not really in community. Someone will say that you're not in community. What would you be your answer to them? I, I would say I, I am in community. Well, one, I'm I'm in, I'm communing with the Holy Spirit at all times. But two, I have community, and I would I would name two of the communities I'm part of where we midrash about the scriptures so, so I that's really the key right there the key is that the it. reason that you're saying that you can come in and out is because you already have a community 
you have that's a community in, that, that 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 we have these two home uh, I will call one I will call them both home churches right they Which, are that's just a name I hate to even use that name yeah, but, I, but I didn't want to I don't really know what to call you know what them, I mean? but, yeah. but we have communities let's just use that word that we yeah. meet and that we do life together so yeah, for you life. it's easy then to go in and out for somebody else it might not be that easy and they may not need and what you're saying is this don't judge me for just coming in and out. I won't judge you for do if that's what you need and that's how you do it. But you ask yep. a great question. The question is why are you doing it? Are you doing yep. it because it's just part of culture and you're checking a box, right? Yep. Or are you doing it to really grow? And if you're doing it to grow, then you have to have a community to grow. You do not grow outside of community. Now, we, yep. we if you ask me what's Bible verse to that, I would say Acts chapter two and Acts yep. chapter four, read the whole yep. book. You do not yep. grow outside of community. You need community in order to grow in Christ. You need accountability. You need people to look at you. They're going to make sure and be accountable. They're going to look at Ryan in the face and say, Ryan, yep. you're in your flesh and you're not dying <laughs> to your flesh. And that's your pride speaking, brother. Right. Yep. And so we need that in our lives. Right now. Yeah. Can you get that in the other context? Sometimes it's sprinkled. But for the most part, what we have adopted is is a show mentality where we come in and get entertained. And I would say entertainment has stolen biblical living. Yes. Yes. And so we have traded yeah. biblical living for entertainment. Let me yeah. get entertained. Let me get, uh, let me literally just check this box and let's keep it walking. So many scriptures in the Bible, it talks about the opposite of what we do, right? But we, we can't be afraid. What we're telling you this and what we're inviting you this, let's explore what it looks like in scripture to be curious enough to really want to do community with people. Yep, absolutely. Right, because what we don't yep. want is, and I'm going to just read these scriptures, First Corinthians 1. Yep. Uh, chapter three, and this is this is Paul talking about. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. For I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you still are not able to receive it. So, so many people are not able to receive the milk. I mean, the the meat of the word. They own. They yep. that stay in a place where. They are infants in Christ, right? And so yeah. Paul understood this about the Corinthians people. So he's like, listen, I'm trying to get you into to the deeper things, but you really not wanting to. And he needed to, to separate from it. And, and again, that's okay. That's not a bad thing. He's not being evil by saying this. But my prayer for this, even as you listen to this podcast, that there's no condemnation at all, that we yeah. we, we we stir up your curiosity and we stir up your heart to wanting to be in a community of people so that you mm -hmm. can go for the maturity so that you can be mature as Christ because according to Ephesians let's go to Ephesians real quick and we'll end mm -hmm. on this and then then I'll let you finish out okay. Ephesians 4 it says um that the fivefold ministry um according to verse 11 and he himself gave mm -hmm. to be apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and some teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying the body of christ to what happens to we all come to the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the son of god to a perfect or mature man to the mature man 
to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So our aim as believers is to become to the mature man so that mm -hmm. our aim is to fulfill Jesus on earth and be Jesus on earth to be a mature son and daughter. And according to, I, I lied there for a second, according to um, Acts chapter 2, and I'll just read this yep. real quick, 42 uh, 41, then those who gladly received the word were baptized that day, and about 3,000 were added to them. And mm -hmm. they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrines and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayer. So doctrine and fellowship go together, meaning I can only grow and learn with community. I can't yep. do it outside of community. And the last scripture I'm going to read is Matthew 16. And this is this is the bedrock of this conversation is that we're not trying to build the church because we're not, it's not for us to build the church. He's yep. building the church. We just listen to them and actually be in the church. But it says uh, in verse uh, Matthew 16, verse 18. And I also say to you, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church in the gates of Haiti. Jesus is building his church and we want to, we want, to be obedient to him because he's building it. We're just saying yes to him. Go ahead, Pete. Go ahead, uh, Ryan. I would, I would just say, you know, um, our aim for this one, because I know we were going to talk about blaspheming the Holy Spirit, but I guess we'll do it next week. Um, ultimately, growing and having freedom um, in the spirit, that that's really the goal. Do, do you have freedom to explore the scriptures do you have a community around you that will push back at you and and, and you can midrash about different things from theological to, to life stuff uh and and really do you have like i said do you have that freedom where you don't feel condemned by someone saying something to you about um either attending church or not attending church i think those are big big takeaways from today danny that we just we live in freedom with the spirit leading us as we talk about in our men's group. We're, we're men of the wind. We're men of the spirit. We want Come on, people man. to listen to be people of the spirit. Do you ebb and flow as the spirit leads? Very similar to how, how a stream or a river hits a rock and goes a different direction. Um, that's how we, we aim to live. And we pray that our listeners do the same. I'm going to give this last scripture. It's Second uh, <laughs> Corinthians 2, and I'll end with this. Right. I'll, let, I'll let Paul end this. All right. Second Corinthians 2, 17. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Amen. Shalom, yep. everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.